Um, so first of all, what is what is it to be sober curious? Or why are people? Well, we'll get to the why, but okay. what does sober curious mean? For what do I think it means? Or what does the article say? <laughs> what is it? I, I think you can definitively say what it well, is. Well, I think it's people are trying to uh, be, are flirting more and more with the idea of is, I mean, overall, is drinking, how is drinking benefiting them? Mm-hmm. And kind of like if you reverse engineering that, is being sober, whether it be for life or for certain periods of time, more beneficial to them? Yeah. Or can can it help them do almost like a reset? I know we talk about health resets too. I think the sober curious is kind of people wondering, hey, is taking some time off drinking beneficial to me? Yeah. So I would say that's all true. I think like the term sober curious really applies to those people who are playing with the idea of being sober for limited amounts of time. Okay. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. Welcome back to those who are maybe, hopefully, regular listeners, and welcome to those who are joining us for the first time. We hope you find some useful information that's going to support you wherever you are on your health and wellness journey. Mm-hmm. And as a quick refresher, I'm Shannon, one of the hosts, and I'm here with Nick, mm-hmm. also hello. a host. Hello, hello. <laughs> I like to change it up sometimes. I, was say, I don't and, think I've you ever know, introduced and said hello. And, uh, you know, I just like to keep it interesting. Sure. That's good. Just like I that. Love the snapping, you know, but snapping, and I've always said today? this is we need sound effects. What do we have for him today on this week's Addicted <laughs> to Fitness podcast? So this week we have a wellness lifestyle trend mm-hmm. that we're dipping a toe into, and it's appropriate because it's all about sober curious, mm-hmm. being sober curious. Don't know what that means. Well. <laughs> Good. You can stay tuned and listen to find out exactly what that means. Quite the tease. Before we get into the main topic, we always like to share a little bit of a reality check and share a little bit, bit about like what our last week has been for uh, training and just our own yeah. health fitness journeys. So I'll jump in jump since I'm already, since I'm already talking. Mm-hmm. Training recap. I had a good start to the week, and then I just petered off, and that was my week. Like I did, <laughs> I did the Peloton, I did yoga one day, and that was it. And then I just lost steam. I don't know life. Maybe I was fighting something. I have no idea. Probably not sleeping great, <laughs> but uh, that happens. Right and. By the end of the week, what I've noticed is that the days that I don't work out, if I have more than like two days where I don't work out, my joints and like my body literally feels like it's starting to fall apart. Wow. <laughs> like it gets achy. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of a dra- dramatization. 
I just, I start getting like all of the things in my body that are like, not like problem areas, but the high wear and tear things like my hips. I've had hip, I've had hip like discomfort and pain since I had Ella. It, it gets worse when I stop working out my arm where I have nerve damage, it gets worse when I stop working out, like just for a couple days. Yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Oh, you're just dying to share that. You're like, I gotta say. Yeah, but I mean, I know it's a cliche, but it's it's one of those things that I I think you hit on the head. You you need regular movement, you know? Yes. Uh, Your body is used to regular movement. That's why it feels so good. But then when you don't have your regular movement, it, it creeps up on you fast. Now yeah. we're both of us, both you and I are getting older. Sadly, that's well. You works. know what? Believe it or not, <clears throat> everybody's getting older. That's true. What do you What do you think about that? I know. So <laughs> it's not just us. That's right. But we're feeling it more now in our age. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I definitely. The good thing is, and I share all this. This is why we share this with you, is because we are going through. These challenges, like we have the life challenges like everyone else. You happen to have your job is based around physical fitness. Right. And hopefully at some point more of my time will be spent around well-being. Um, but it's not it's not like a perfect it's not a straight line. It's not a perfect journey. So the best thing I can say is after I start feeling like I'm not doing super great it really motivates me to get back on and do something and push myself yeah so, so it doesn't plan take for this coming week? it doesn't take too much um yeah i mean i'm i i saw in peloton that matt Walpers and cody rigsby who are two of my favorite peloton instructors they joined up and did a class and now i have to watch it there you so go. i will not watch it but take i have to part. do that class right there you go so I want to do that. I want to do some, I definitely want to do some more yoga this week. That's like really speaking to me. So spinning and yoga, and I would really like to do some heavy weights at the end of the Whoa. week. Whoa. I know. Talking I think I like it. I know. It. I really, I do enjoy doing that. So well, there we go. We will see we in the happen. next check-in if I, uh, if I make it happen. I think we can make it happen. Uh, I did some heavy weights this week, uh-huh. so I got to some good lifting this week. Several good lifting sessions, um, and actually got to visit the gym, the sauna twice mm-hmm. this week too. Uh, Friday, the recent uh, one of the uh, uh, actually the day before yesterday or yesterday as we record this, uh, I had some clients cancel on me last second, mm, which is never fun, fun, and I don't appreciate it. But <laughs> don't I turned do it. lemons. Into lemonade and ah. went to the gym. Had a great lift session, sauna session, and recovery session. So sounds great. In addition to the sauna, I'll uh, so uh, lifted probably three days a week, a couple peloton rides, and uh, a couple jujitsu classes. Really, just put me to shame. So it was good. So I, uh, I, but I didn't, you know, I felt a little cruddy in the middle of the week too, myself. So it wasn't just. Yeah, I think there was, there might have been something we were fighting. Yeah, so, and uh, something as a four-legged person we were fighting, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, just still trying to get into a rhythm. So yes, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so in addition to the sauna, usually my, my routine is 
lift, sauna, and then I jump in the pool. Not only to cool off, but I like doing some underwater breath hold training. Mm -hmm. So I think it helps me with my cardiorespiratory fitness is usually I try to, you know, go underwater uh, as far as I can go underwater like swimming underwater yeah so so far i am only gotten probably i haven't got two full lengths of the pool i've got about consistently about one and a half lengths and that's almost one and like eight like four fifths about nine tenths a little over almost there so i'm almost there at two two full lengths so but that's great um, so that's what I do in conjunction with my uh, usually when I visit the gym. I want to use get get my money's worth while I'm there. So I that's know. One of the well, I try the fact that you're able to use the pool, yeah, I am jealous. Well, like I said, it, you can get a membership there too. I know, but we just gotta. I, I need to. Out. I need to add about ten hours to my day. There you go. We'll we'll get we'll look <laughs> we'll look into doing that first. Yeah. So, uh, but before we're going to jump into that main topic, I want to thank you guys for listening. I know we were doing some intros at the beginning of the podcast for all those new people. Uh, also for you new peoples, give us a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Yes. And visit uh, one of our, uh, the sponsors of the ATCAP podcast, the Amino Company. Mm-hmm. You can go to aminoco.com slash ATF. Check out what we have to say about their products. Uh, those are my actual reviews about their products, and I do use their products. And you guys, if you want to, sorry, what were we going to say? Oh, and if you were interested in trying their products, you guys get 30% off because you're an ATF listener just by using the code ATF at checkout. Yeah, well, we are going to have to figure out some sort of arrangement for the amino uh like products uh-huh. because they fall on my head regularly <laughs> when I open the cabinet. I know. Maybe I just got to start using more. The good thing is that they smell good. Yeah. So like, it's like, I feel like a little puff of mm. nice scent every time they fall on my head, but I still would like to prevent that. So we're going to need to figure out like well, a better stacking system because yeah. we're maybe. loaded. Yeah, that's true. We are. We're loaded <laughs> up. I'm not all, what do they say? Not also a... The president, I'm also. Oh yeah, like client. the hair club or whatever. Yeah. I'm not, not the just president, the, but I'm just the president. I'm not also just a, a sponsored podcast, folks. I do use them. So. Yes, we All wouldn't right. recommend it if we didn't. Correct, Mundo. Today's podcast, the main topic of today's podcast is sober curious. Yeah, it's kind of one of the concepts. Yeah, so I mean, it's you may have heard this term used before. You may have heard it referred to as other things, um, but we came across some information and it really brought to light how much more of a trend this is becoming. Um, so first of all, what is what is it to be sober curious? Or why are people? Well, we'll get to the why, but okay. what does sober curious mean? For what do I think it means? Or... What does the article say? <laughs> what is it? I, I think you can definitively say what well, it is. Well, I think it's people are trying to uh, be, are flirting more and more with the idea of is, I mean, overall, is drinking, how is drinking benefiting them? Mm-hmm. And kind of like if you reverse engineering that, is being sober, whether it be for life or for certain periods of time, more beneficial to them? 
Or can can it help them do almost like a reset? I know we talk about health resets too. I think the sober curious is kind of people wondering, hey, is taking some time off drinking beneficial to me? Yeah. So I would say that's all true. I think like the term sober curious really applies to those people who are playing with the idea of being sober for limited amounts of time. Okay. That's like what it is. Um, the reasons behind it, there's, there's a lot, I think, of reasons. But, I mean, just in the last few years, I feel like I've come across so many more people who have opted to be sober, not because, like, they had, you know, over-reliance on alcohol uh-huh. that I know of, but who are just, you know, or they would say, like, pointedly, like, I, I really don't drink right now. Um, like, what is it? Dry January is a thing now? Like Dry pe- January? I mean, sober October. That was yep. a big one that I've always heard about for the last several years. And it's some podcasts. people just opting for periods of time to just say, no, I'm just not going to drink. And I mean, as someone who could not drink for what, essentially a year over, like a year and a half, um, I myself would say that there have been time periods where I've just not intentionally drank, Mm -hmm. but I've never set out to not drink. (laughs) That's the only difference for me is that I was not a huge drinker. Um, so it's, it's an, it's an interesting distinguishment because it is purposeful. It's intentional. People are choosing not to drink. Yeah. I think, uh, I think when people think sober, there's kind of the connotation that people had a problem with alcohol or now abstaining from it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like there was, there was a situation of over-reliance addiction, you know, you think of all the negative connotations that come with drinking alcohol and you say like, Oh, you know, some, are you in a program or something like that? I feel like is the old school thought. I can tell you like in my profession, I found when I wasn't drinking and it wasn't even like when I was pregnant or when I was nursing or anything, it was when I didn't choose to drink I felt like there was pressure to drink people would give me like a real side eye when I said at like a work party or a networking event like I'm not drinking like I would get some like very questioning looks it was more unacceptable for me not to drink than the other way around yeah and so I feel like this, the reason we wanted, we really wanted to go into this is because it is now becoming not just acceptable, but like this is something I think more and more people are being interested to do. Yeah, I think. Like this is, this is not just acceptable, like this is being encouraged. Right. I think like uh, some the two articles you kind of... Uh, brought, you know, shared with me in regards to this topic, uh, they had some interesting stats. I mean, let's be serious. It's the last two years, drinking has <sighs> really kind of gone up. I mean, they, they have a stat here uh, that, you know, U.S. adults increased uh, drinking by 14% in the first year of the pandemic mm-hmm. um, compared to the year before. 
So in in Which addition, it was already like it's not it's not like nobody drinks. It's it's substantial. So it's up from being substantial. I mean, this it's article fourteen percent. Right, it was up fourteen percent in two thousand twenty, and I mean, a lot of this the these two articles talk about a recent study that showed that I mean, between two thousand fifteen and two thousand nineteen, alcohol. Was re- was responsible for twenty percent of the deaths for people 28, 20 to forty nine years old. That's one in five. Yeah. It was connected with one in five deaths. Yeah, and then that's insane to me. Right, one in five, and then they kind of expanded it. Even people, it was twenty year old to I think they said sixty four. They called it Young Americans, right. which was, was interesting. <laughs> but yeah, so then then they had that, I was trying to see this, you know, one in five was for 20 to 49, and then they had a 20 to 64 was 12.9, or 12.9%, yeah. So for Man. everybody aged 20 to 64. And I mean, they talk about how alcohol consumption is the leading cause of preventable death. Yeah. In the U.S. So, I mean, is it U.S. or worldwide? I don't want to get that wrong. Pretty mm. sure it was a U.S. study. Yes, because U.S., they say you're right. Americans. Yep. Very pointed so, on that point. So, I mean, those stats are kind of scary. Like you said, 20 to 49-year-olds. terrifying. Yeah. So, and like you said, they do attribute car crashes due to people who were intoxicated or alcohol poisoning. Even some of the older groups think uh, basically cirrhosis of the liver or, or other diseases associated with alcohol consumption. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it, it, that is, it is very scary. And the fact that it went up during the pandemic... Um, yeah, what is it? The, what is it now? The like, numbers that probably went up due to those those cause of death numbers. I'm sure probably went up. Um, so it's no, I don't think it should be a surprise that I think more people are are interested in this idea of you know reducing or eliminating alcohol for a certain period of time. Yeah, well, and I think that there has been a lot of to your earlier point about health impact. I think it's not just like, you know, someone's made an ass of themselves by getting wasted at a company party, which we've all seen, folks. Like, it's a, it's not sure. a good thing. Yep. Very happy to say I've not done that before. have a rule. But I've seen it. It is, it is bad. It's dark. Um, but it's not just that. It's, it's not like necessarily the... The abuse part part is the fact that like people are saying, well, it's a ton of calories because yeah. a lot of people, you're not drinking clear, you know, low calorie booze and you're not just drinking one, you're, you can be like having a bunch of these very fruity drinks, like filler packed drinks. Yep. It's just all empty calories, sugar, lots of sugar. I mean, that's. That's why we feel like poo when we wake up after yeah. having like a bunch of fruity drinks. It's really like that sugar combination well, with alcohol. Yeah. And alcohol, like you yeah, said. Yeah, alcohol, alcohol dehydrates is, our body. Dehydrates your body and it's and it there's puts no our benefit organs. for any real yeah, for your internal organs. There's no benefit. State. And then I mean the thing that I think is super detrimental, we talk about it all the time, the importance of sleep. When you drink, you basically, you can't, it prevents really deep, restful sleep. Yeah. Your body is not capable of getting into that state. 
so you don't get real rest so your body's never recovered i mean that's why the hangovers are so bad not only dehydration or the detrimental effects of alcohol but the fact that you're not sleeping properly once you drink to excess so i think that's what we're really talking about is drinking to excess you know, I mean, it, they'd say the they say excessive drinking in this article is, and which I think is interesting because we were talking about it earlier. For women, it's eight drinks per week, mm-hmm. or for men, it's fifteen drinks per week. Yeesh. So that is a really like it's almost double, but most. Like men aren't necessarily double the size of women. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where why they're that coming. Is. I don't know how they're making up that that men number. Men should just drink more. Is that what you're so saying? yeah, I don't know if our livers are not where we can be process it better. I don't know. I don't know. Like Doubt you said, it. it. Yeah, I think you were right. It's probably a factor in that women can be pregnant. So, but I don't know what that means when you're not pregnant. Anywho, but. Know. Uh, it's still just thinking about drinking every night or drinking two drinks a night. You know, I mean, that's heavy drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the, the, the effects of that is, you know, as we've already outlined, you know, I mean, it can be detrimental to your social life, your professional life. Um, and it can get, and, and when you talk about, you know, socially, it, it's especially scary for, for, you know, females, you know, the, the idea of drinking yeah. to excess and, uh, you know, it's, we should say it cause it's reality. I mean, being taken advantage of, you know, and not to say that guys can't be taken advantage of, but it's, I think it's a more prevalent thing for females. Yeah. So, and that's very scary and not, I mean, talk detrimental to your health. That's just, I think that's putting it lightly, you know? Yeah. It's scary. Um, so it's scary. Yeah. So it's things like, Having that, you know, having a real conversation with yourself or even a professional about, I mean, what, I mean, what benefits is alcohol giving you? Yeah. And I mean, the, the whole idea of sober curious is not just to decrease your alcohol intake, but rather to go without. And I think, um, I think because of a lot of the, the health issues, that people can feel, but also the social issues. People are also feeling like, well, it's probably easier to just say no to Mm -hmm. alcohol. Because, I mean, I remember a time in your life where when you got past a certain point of drinking, it was just going to be like drunkity-drunk Nick. And it wasn't as much of a, like, I had a very clear understanding of exactly how much I could drink and for good or for bad, I happened to also have a high tolerance for alcohol. And but I knew when to shut it off. Right. And the number of times I've been drunk I can count on my hands. Right. Can't unfortunately call it count on one hand, but yeah. I can count it on like bo- my, my hands. And that that is like a very common thing where like you, you're drinking socially, you're drinking with other people. There's, like I said, that pressure to drink. It's, it's easier in a lot of situations just say, no, I'm not drinking right now. And like I mentioned, nowadays you say like, no, I'm actually sober right now. And people don't look at you as weird 
Like it's especially, I feel like the younger generations are starting to embrace this first. Right. Where like I, I look at like I look at like my stepfather. I don't think we could have a conversation about sober curious with him. He'd be like, What? I don't know what you're talking about. Um and I mean my father is an ex alcoholic, so definitely. But he was one of those people though, he had to go completely cold turkey. Right. There was no in between for him. Yeah. So like there's a there's a lot of different causes, but I think it's becoming more acceptable. I mean, let's be honest, there are some great mocktails out there. Well, Even that, restaurants I are mean, like touting mocktails now. The nine the non alcoholic spirits. Yeah, we we've had some, some that are podcast, great. You know, so it's seed lip. Seed lip, yep, of course. So I mean I think it's it, it, like you said, it's definitely becoming more popular. There's more it, I don't know if this is, I think it's just an indicator. I should say that. It's not like I don't think they're being very, uh, I was going to say more beer producers are producing non-alcoholic oh beer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just saw non-alcoholic Guinness at yeah. the grocery store the other day. So it's uh, it, it's definitely evident. I mean, geez, how many, the Heineken zero alcohol commercials. James Bond was promoting the non-alcoholic Heineken's. Which is Crazy. I mean, I think that's an indicator right there. Yeah, that's about such how, a big shift. How it's 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 much more prevalent nowadays, and how it's acceptable. Like you yep. said, it's become more acceptable. So, I think the dry months, dry January, or taking a month off, um, just real and just like that's. I, I think people people try like diets where they try things like paleo or going vegetarian or uh, paleo. I'm uh, not paleo. Uh, pescatarian. Um, keto it's this I feel like it's the same kind of thing you're just you're having a lifestyle change you're doing you know you're eliminating certain components of your diet because you think this other method may be more healthy I mean I feel like it's all falls under the same umbrella yeah yeah I mean I think it's an encouraging trend yep um I think that there's, I mean, clearly there's still a lot of overconsumption <laughs> say, happening. The stats show that we definitely could use some more yeah. curious and, uh, people around. And I think like it's, it's always a situation like in my, my mind to think about know your habits. We've talked about like how important it is to kind of know like your crutch, like where your crutches are where your vices are, however you want to refer to them. Right. Know why you're doing these habits, like get into why that's happening and then make a decision as to, you know, is it worth going nothing? Is it worth cutting back? Like we're definitely not here to preach no alcohol right. in your life because, I mean, I'm a believer in moderation and actually, I found an amazing drink <laughs> so for Thanksgiving that I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh -huh. And it's one of those things where I'm like, it's not so much the fact that it's alcoholic, just that it sounds really good. Right. Um, but it is. It's, it's a very personal decision. Don't want people to think you need to be pressured into this. But... As someone who, as I mentioned earlier, has seen like that that shift happen and how like I mean people really would like they'd be like, Well, why aren't you drinking? They'd get like 
all defensive and be like, we're like, you're going to judge us because we're drinking? You know, it was kind of like when I was vegan. The same reaction to being vegan was whenever I said, no, I don't want something to drink. People would be like, well, gosh, you're being antisocial. And I'm like, dude, I'm here. I'm talking to you. But that was like, it has to be social lubricant? Like, what? Yeah. So now I feel like this this is makes me happy to think it's more acceptable. It really is a less um, resisted choice. It's right. a good option for people who want to play with the idea of at least some temporary periods um, or more of just sober sobriety. Yep. I think it's a trend that needs to become a little bit more, hopefully more commonplace. If yeah. these thoughts are coming out the way they are, I, know. I think uh, maybe we explore it more often. Oh, my gosh. Maybe some PSAs out there, not just here on the ATF podcast. Yeah, I I definitely think, and I think it's uh, going into, we, we bring it up now because yeah. we're going into one of the heaviest yes. drinking time sure. periods of the year. Uh-huh. So. So. We're going to segue right into let's what's got us pumped, because I think it's a perfect time to say yes. what's got me pumped is that I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Wait. Yeah. That's how you say it. My mouth where my mouth No, it wouldn't make sense if my no, money where my mouth is. No, because you're not. No. No. Mouth where my money is. No. Put my money this is not the mouth. This is not the right thing to be using. What? Put, put your my- money where your mouth is? You're not doing anything, though. Explain what you're doing because this does not seem to fit in my mind. Okay, but. well, I am going to take basically the next several weeks off. I started on November 1st, uh, no alcohol. So uh, not that this was, this happened to be actually a pure coincidence, I swear. I tell you folks, I'm honest. I like to think I'm honest on this podcast. Yeah, very This was a pure coincidence that I was going to do it November 1st. I didn't actually inform Shannon about it. Uh, and then she, we were talking yesterday, and she was like, hey, I put something on the our podcast brainstorming page about Alcohol. Sober Curious, right? Yeah. So so it, what's, pump, what's got me pumped this week is that I'm starting my uh, basically uh, sober. It's like your holiday prep. Yeah, my holiday prep, no alcohol. I'm going to Thanksgiving. I'm going to have uh, celebrate a little bit on Thanksgiving, and then maybe I'll pick it right back up after Thanksgiving. We'll see. Yeah. We'll check yeah. in after Thanksgiving and let you guys know. Yeah. Well, now we have we have our the drink that we have to try on Thanksgiving. Yes, exactly. But, and I, <laughs> I actually don't drink that much as it is. Like, right. I may, maybe have one drink, maybe two, like, glasses of wine. I can't even say each week because right. there's some weeks where I drink nothing and I don't even notice. But... I also, I had like one drink the other night and I realized you were not pouring yourself a drink. And I was like, am I drinking alone? (laughs) And you're like, I'm not drinking until Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh yeah. So I finished my drink and then I'm joining you and intentionally not going to be having any alcohol until Thanksgiving. Um, I do have a shipment of dry farm wines coming in in like the next week or so but i like to like keep those babies going so one of those shipments usually lasts me like six months yeah it's only six bottles of wine but 
I mean, I figure that'll last me pretty much until February or March, basically through the all the holidays and festivities. Right. Well, there we go. So, but what I'm pumped for, <laughs> I'm pumped to join you on this on this challenge. Uh huh. But um, also, I went and got my COVID booster, kind of by accident. Uh, it <laughs> didn't exactly scary. go by oh. plan. Go to plan. I actually wanted to get my flu shot because I've gotten like three emails and like a text message this week saying, now's a great time to get your flu shot because schools around us are like closing down. Like the entire school's closing down. We've seen like some of the classrooms in Ella's school where kids are getting the flu left and right. We've had friends get it. And it's just another one of those things where it's like, this is a bad flu year. I'm just going to do my best to prepare for however I can. Um, so I'm going to go get my flu shot. So I make my appointment and, you know, the folks at Walgreens, they're like, hey, add your COVID booster onto this. And it's been almost a year. So I was like, probably do. Uh-huh. Probably something I should do. And I was like, all right, I'll just add it on. I get there. And they, they're like, oh, your insurance doesn't cover the flu shot. And I was like, what? These guys were smoking something. I don't know what. You sure you went to Walgreens? I went to Walgreens. Well, I, have some, I have frequently walked I into understand. Walgreens, think it was CVS and vice versa. So I have not. Okay, I don't sorry. have that problem. Um, Typically, they're right next to we. To each other, so that's not, why. Okay. Not the case either. It All was right, next sorry. to McDonald's. I was pretty pretty confident I was not going okay. into the wrong right. place. I was just trying to make myself feel better. Nope, nope. You're on your own okay. here on that Continue. island alone. Um, but yeah, I the the guy was like Adam, and he's like, yeah, it's going to cost you sixty seven dollars if you want to pay for this right now in cash. And I was like, I'll pass. In cash? Was well, this like, guy trying to make a racket? No, oh, but he was just saying, like, if you want to pay, like, cash for it, like, pay for it. Yeah. Out of pocket. Venmo you. Um, but, yeah, I was like, no. Nah. If it was, like, 15, 20 bucks, maybe I would have. For the convenience. I'm like, I don't have the time to, ta- to pick this battle. I ended up just getting the COVID booster <laughs> because... Which is not even what I set out to get, which right. is really frustrating. And then I contacted my health insurance, and they're like, no. Like, we we have that Walgreens is a partner. You should absolutely be able to get it there. And I was like, this butthead that just sent me away. I was so annoyed. So now I, I've had to make a separate flu shot appointment um, but I am actually really glad that I got my booster because it's yeah. one of those, and it's kind of like if the flu wasn't so prevalent right now, I don't know that I would be as, and like, I didn't have a five-year-old daughter. Right. Um, but I, it's been a, in the back of my head, like the booster, I've like thought so many times like, Oh, should I do it? Oh, I probably should do it. But Oh my gosh. Like I have to go somewhere specifically for that. I have to make an appointment for it. And it just kind of always fell to the bottom of the list. So I feel like this was just, there's certain things in life where it's like 
well, you should do it or you like it's on your list and then all of a sudden it's just thrown in front of you one day. Uh-huh. I feel like that's just the universe's way of saying, do this now. Just go. like good path to be on, just do this. So, so yeah, I did. And my arm is a little bit, actually, my arm is almost back to normal as go. I say that. It's only been a little over a day, but. Um, then worse to wear. Yeah, so I I'm actually pretty pumped that I got I got that what I didn't intend to get. Yeah, you got one down. I got one down. All right, congratulations. Hope everybody else is pumped about what you heard or what Shannon's pumped for. What I'm pumped for. I hope you were pumped for this episode. Yeah, well, and also be sure to follow us on Instagram at the ATF Podcast because. You can get some check-ins from Nick on his um, pre-holiday prep, like uh-huh. healthy prep, not doing. Now, in the past, you've done other things. Right. You've done like no dietary yeah. and like you've done other rules. Right. Are you doing any of that this year? No, I don't think so. I think okay. we're just going to, maybe. We'll see. I, we'll You're see. just going to do Sober Curious this I'm, year. I, I'm going to focus on that. Okay. But there might be something else that comes along. Something okay. might inspire me. So yeah, so I follow along. Document that. You can also, yeah, follow along Nick on his his personal journey. Yes. All right. So guys, uh that's like Shannon said, give us a follow, the ATF podcast. Uh send me a DM if you guys are interested in a online training program. Uh I can connect with you guys and uh find out about what fitness goals you have. Uh, exercise equipment, previous health conditions, and I can send you a customized workout plan via the Tampa Strength app. Reach out to us on that Instagram handle that we gave if you're interested. And also visit aminoco.com slash ATF. Check out their amazing products. Check out what we have to say about them. And then if you want to buy any, use ATF at checkout and get 30% off. Anything else for them tonight? No, that's it. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks. Thanks.